0: Welcome to the Building PA Podcast, the voice of the construction industry throughout Pennsylvania, presented by P.J. Dick. Here are your co-hosts, Chris Martin and John O'Brien.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Building PA Podcast. I am co-host John O'Brien, checking in in the Quandel studio, joined as always by co-host Chris Martin. Hey, Chris, what's going on?
0: Hey, John, good day to you. How are things out in the Quandel studio?
1: Things are going great. It's,
0: Good. A, it's a lovely day in the
1: studio, as always. Good. Um, how
0: about, Good how about your studio?
1: Do we have a name yet for your studio?
0: We're working on it. We're working on it, but I am coming to you without the studio name, but it is a shameless plug, nonetheless, from the Atlas Marketing offices, and as you've heard before, we tell stories for people who build things, and... I will admit, I just got off the golf course today, John, and it was cold. You know, that end of, end of October, uh, fall garbage that we have in western Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm really glad to be in the office. That's where I'm going. I'm sorry. It took too long to get there. But so, yeah, enough about my golf game because it is horrible. But how was the game
1: though today? Just real quick.
0: Real quick, it it was...
1: One through ten, uh, how do we do?
0: Well, I wasn't in the office, so it's automatically an eight right there. And um, I lost all the balls that I bought. So it is what it is, you know. Perfect. Yes, exactly, exactly. (laughs) So who are we talking to today?
1: Today, we're talking with uh, friends of ours from the eastern part of the state. Um, from, from DJM Bin specialist we have on the line we have John Brown and Tim Lippman. So John and Tim, how are we doing today?
2: Hey guys. Great fellas. Well. This thank is, you. uh Yeah, this is John. Uh yeah, thank you for having us guys. Sounds like uh sounds like having a good at least you got out on the course before the uh <laughs> season gets a little too crazy, so that's good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't too bad, but uh, muddy and sloshy, but hey, nonetheless, and he, my father-in-law used to say, it never rains on the golf course, and um, shut up, you're playing golf, so. Yep. Yeah,
2: there
1: we
0: go. <laughs> True <laughs> enough. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, right? Exactly.
1: <laughs> so, um, so do you guys golf? That's we're, what we're talking today, right? We're talking golf. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Go <laughs> yeah, but well, few and
2: far between, unfortunately, I, I don't mind going, that's for sure, but uh yeah, it's, it's tough to get out sometimes, and uh, I'd like to get out more, maybe next year. Okay. Jump out for a few more rounds, but uh, but yeah, I certainly don't mind a day on the course. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
1: Now, but for real, we're talking uh, BIM today and uh, building information modeling, so you guys maybe want to take a few minutes to in- in- properly introduce yourselves and your company and just let our listeners know who we have on the call.
2: Sure. Uh, my name is John Brown. I head up our 3d scanning side here at DJM. Um, we've incorporated. I've been here for two and a half coming up to three years. Um, I don't come from a solid, uh, a CAD background. You know, I, I've done a little bit of drafting, uh, back in the day, uh, out of school, but, um, had a couple different jobs leading to this one, but, um, certainly gaining a ton of knowledge, being out in the field and, and obviously collaborating with, uh, with our drafting team here at DJM. So yeah, my role here is 3D scanning. So I go out, take the scans, come back, process, work with our clients and uh, our drafting team and our project management team, depending on what we need from the scan. And, uh, and yeah, go from there, go from that point and uh, hopefully see the project through with uh, flying colors. Having a scan on board has is, uh, is definitely been uh, been a cool thing and and, uh, and a big help we found a lot a lot of projects we've worked on.
1: Awesome. Well, welcome, Tom. Right. And Tim, you out there?
3: Yeah, right here, guys. Uh, so I'm Tim. I've been at DJM for about three years, and I'm a project manager here. Um, I specialize mainly in the MEPs for commercial buildings, and we are diving into the industrial side of BIM, which is kind of in the younger stages, um, I would say. Uh, before DJM, I was a student. uh mechanical engineering.
1: Yeah, awesome. Glad to have you both on the show.
0: Thanks,
1: hey, guys. That means that,
0: that means that Tim is the smartest guy on, on the call right now. <laughs> yeah, Far, from it, sure. Far from it, guys. Far from it. Well, I, think I, have, I have a quick question. So, Sure. John, you, you as you were introducing yourself, and, and and both you and Tim, thank you for doing that. Um, it, the first thing I heard, because I, I worked for an engineering firm a long time ago, back when I had hair and, and I actually could hit the golf ball. But um, yeah. it sounds like you know, John, you're are you more of like a surveyor almost? And and I don't mean that in a bad way, but you mentioned that you're the one taking the scans and doing those type of things and. Is that a similar or a fair assessment in terms of your role at DJM?
2: Yeah, I would I would liken it to that. I mean, um, a little different. I mean, there's, a, I think, a different knowledge base for surveying. Um, okay. You know, a scanner, you bring the, the 3D scanner out to a project site, whether it's a renovation or a new building um, that's in progress. And, you know, you set your scanner up and you – you move it around the the building with the floors, multiple floors, whether it's scanning, you know, the building, like I said, floors or, or the building itself, or is it a mechanical room? Is it equipment? Um, so it, it's in the same vein, I'd say, yes, but, um, you know, has its own nuances, of course.
0: Okay. That, that's good. I, I, and, again, I, I, I don't want to, you know, take away from the, from the technology because I know that surveyors are, are no, not all. <laughs> the smartest people in the room all the time. Um, just because they 've got so much going on, but that was just what I heard, so I just thank you for that
2: um yeah, i hope you yeah, hopefully clarified it yeah it's, it, like i said i think it's it 's in the same vein, but there 's a little more going on for a, a a site surveyor than there is like if i 'm on site with my scanner someone on site with a you know with survey and actually doing surveying a land and whatever they 're doing is is a little more i think just different on site than than scanning
1: okay awesome. Cool. So, do you guys maybe want to walk yeah. into maybe a, a pre-con project? You know, you got a brand new healthcare project, for example. Um, what can an owner expect, and what do you guys bring to the bring to the process during pre-con?
3: Yeah, I'd so say on a project. Yeah, go ahead, Tim. Yeah I was going to say DJM we we are a full service uh, CAD coordination and design company so depending on what we're looking for if you need um we'll talk about like an existing building we could use that as an example cuz that's where the benefits of 3D scanning I think are probably the most usable so in the event of like a 3D scan or in, sorry in the event of a um, existing building if our client were to need us to do some kind of bin modeling, they need us to model in the HVAC system, for example. There's some existing pieces. But the building is older, um, which is something that we're familiar with in Pennsylvania. Um, and the records of the building are not always up to date. The as builts aren't always true. Um, we would like to send John out there. He'd take a 3D scan of the entire area. He'd bring it back to our office. We'd um, compile the scan, and then from there we could actually model in the architecture and structure to like a sixteenth of an inch in accuracy. And depending on what our client needs from that point, we could continue to model in MEPs. We could see that through all the way from coordination through fabrication, and even help an install.
2: And as far as uh, the the question regarding like a new a ground up project. I mean, DGM can handle that from start to finish as well, whether it's being the actual head lead coordinator on the job, all the trades, um, or if it's just, you know, a single trade itself, but as, as far as an ownership, a building owner, uh, or project ownership goes, yeah, we can provide, like Tim said, basically all the services to get the project, uh, see the project through from start to finish. Um, I was, as far as the scanning side goes too, I was just out at a project that uh, is, um, has all four floors, it's a five floor project, and we went in there to scan for um, all the plumbing services that are being installed. So I scanned the floors, there's not even walls up on the outsides yet. So, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It could be any stage of the project, depending on what what, what needs to be seen or what needs to be verified. In this particular case, it was a little bit more of verification, the structure as it went up. So that we could give that to the plumber as they're, you know, sending their, uh, their services up in the building.
1: So it seems like like the industry is evolving so fast, and technologies are changing daily. It seems like almost
2: yes, um, it it's, yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. And you, you both, I believe, have been at DJM for three years. Have, have there been changes, major, minor, at all, that maybe you'd like to touch on over the past three years?
2: Uh, My role for sure. I was, uh, you know, DJM just kind of got into the scanning game about three years ago, and they needed somebody to head that up. So that's kind of where I fit in when when I started here at DJM. So it's, uh, that's definitely an addition that uh, the company put in place. Um, And I think this could be a question down later on in this, in this, little uh, discussion we're having here but um as DJM saw it that you know before I got here that they needed to find somebody to do this because of the benefits it provides to the whole process that being said then who's going to do it right like any company can go out buy a scanner you know they're not cheap items but go ahead you can get a scanner but who's going to go out and scan who's going to understand the the back end processing what the client needs, what the drafter needs from the scan. So there's a little more, uh, you know, if a company is going to decide to do scanning, which again, is kind of leaving, you know, trying to answer your question. Uh, why did we do that? And and it's just a big benefit we find in the whole construction process. And, you know, so there's actually, you know, a division for that here, which it currently is just me, but <laughs> that's the plan is to grow that. And it's, and it's moving in that direction for sure. So, I would say in the last three years, just adding this portion to the company has been uh, has gone well. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's, it's been a big benefit for sure.
0: Well, let me ask you guys this, and, and kind of along the same question that John just asked. And, and if you can try to talk about the industry as a whole, I, I mean, I, I recognize that you guys work for DJM, but we'd like to talk about where is, where's been going. Like where do you see the the use of 3D scanning and the, the software and the technology pushing the industry into the next 10 to 15 years?
2: Tim, you I think you could answer that one pretty well since we've been uh, involved on a couple of large projects where there's scan, design, sure.
3: coordination, the whole deal, right? Yeah, sure. Happily. So probably the, biggest benefit that we're seeing of 3D scanning um, moving forward and becoming more popular is with the engagement of the different parties, the subcontractors, general contractors, owners, designers, engineers, they could all be engaged directly with the project from the very conception once the scan is created. Um, They could be working on the job. They could see things real time with the modeling uh, happening concurrently. And regardless of where they are throughout the country or throughout the world, they could just call in quickly um, through some kind of web meeting. They could see what's going on. And it helps a lot with streamlining um, just the process flow.
1: Um,
3: There's um, – oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, I just wanted to add on to that that
2: uh, the, uh, the collaboration, I think, too, is what Tim referenced, um, having the scan for sure to be able to visualize the site and not have to fly to it, or drive to it, or try and coordinate with you know six different parties to meet on site to make it, make decisions, or walk through when you can do that with the scan right online. Um, to me, that's that's just as big of a benefit as having an accurate you know point cloud that you can model from, or um, you know, or use to you know to look at certain portions of a project. Um, you know, model and then do, use for clash detection. I think just the collaboration ability um, has been a big, big thing that we've seen that's helped us in the last, say, six six to 12 months where we can, you know, do a web meeting and, and go through the site and look at certain portions, whether it's structure or a certain area of the building and, and to have a discussion and, and we get answers from the clients as we're looking at this space, make notes, and, and that's it. You know, in, in 30 minutes, you accomplish things that may have taken a whole day or two days uh, previously to do. So, I think I think again, just to, to add on to Tim's there, Tim's uh, point is is I think the collaboration side is, is really, and, and clients are are really seeing that too. There. You know, you hear a couple of times like, oh, this is great. Like they can see this. They can see what's happening. You can overlay your, your CAD models right into your scans and vice versa. So you can see both things together, you know. So I th- I think that's been uh, a a really good progression in the last, uh, like I said, six to 12 months here.
1: Okay. So it's it's been kind of a learning curve for the clients and they're catching on pretty quick, it sounds like?
2: <laughs> I think so, Uh as, as as it comes to the as far as scanning and and the modeling side or and incorporating a scan into any project, I think the whole thing is is just a learning process and and us educating our clients as to what is a scan like there's people that you know most a lot of g c s that I've spoken to that you know they kind of know what it is, but they don't really you know what I mean they know it's out there they know you know kind of that it exists but why do it like what's the benefit and until you actually see it and see it in action and and how it ben- and how it helps the the decision making process and the and the process of the whole uh project itself i think is you need that and and to be able to kind of sort of walk people through what's happening and you know using having some visuals for that for sure and seeing things you know from the scan then to a you know to drawings and then actually in the field things are working out well mm-hmm.
0: Are you seeing in the projects that you're working on a reduction in costs or even time with the use of fit?
2: Absolutely. Both both for sure. Um, just the scan itself, having the accuracy level that it does, so being able to create accurate models um, than to use in the coordination process uh, we've seen it in troubleshooting as well. So if uh, you know we've been, I've been to places where they're you know it's a 12 floor re floor renovation. They're on the third floor and they're seeing issues with uh, overhead beams being different heights as they go down a corridor when they're trying to lay out you know mechanical pipe or or ductwork. We pop in there, scan, and before they you know start laying things out, we can actually get that information back to them within a model. Run a clash detection and and start making changes to the drawings before things get too you know too far ahead and there's uh, you know costly mistakes down the road. <clears throat> um, Tim, I would say too uh, the jobs that we've done for uh, for a couple of those industrial plants, the way the, the scanning uh, go and scan the the plant itself and where they're going to be running their their large duct. And laying that oh, out. Yes. Uh, and yes. also in their factory, too, the same company.
3: Mm-hmm. Right, a, a good example that comes to mind is we have a client who's located in Pennsylvania, but they had a project out in Georgia. And this plant was located um, close, I would say, the middle of nowhere, two hours from any kind of you know remote. Um, if you want to go buy like a piece of pipe from a store, you have to drive two hours just to get to that. So it's really important that they show up to the job site with everything that they need. Uh, the, issue, uh, the issue kind of becomes heightened when you throw in the pandemic earlier this year and how difficult it was to travel from Pennsylvania to Georgia and how, uh, without even mentioning the cost of the flight, and then to pay someone to go out and field verify all these locations, we sent John out and he scanned it within, what was that, like a day, John? So we sent John out, and one day he scanned the entire, the entire area of concern. He scanned it, he came back, compiled it, and then we were able to work on the, the piece that we were replacing. We were able to work on that from the comfort of our office. They didn't need to send anybody out to take any more measurements, and there were questions, hey, what about this, what about that, that you would need to send someone out there for and take a field measurement. Um, and because of the scan, we were able to just use it all virtually. We were able to send it out to their fabricator. Fabricator created it per exactly what we drew up, and this thing went in perfectly during the time of their their equipment shutdown. So they hit their their time that they needed to get this done. They were under budget, um, and everything turned out successfully. And just so happened on the same exact project, the same exact plant, they were updating another piece of equipment that we happened to capture in the scan just by pure coincidence that we ended up using on a later, <laughs> on a later assignment. So it's just another example of how scanning is really beneficial for, especially like in this example, when you have, when there's travel involved.
0: You, yeah. you mentioned the, you mentioned the, the advantage for the owner. Uh, and, and I would imagine there are
3: very similar advantages for the
0: contractors as well. Uh, Can you talk a little bit about that, um,
3: and the the advantages for the contractors? For the contractors specifically, I mean, um, from our experience, we usually sit in um, meetings involving, you know, all sorts of contractors. So, for example, um, keeping on the same note as these industrial projects, we are representing our client who is installing this piece of equipment However, in a new building or any kind of large building renovation, you're going to have changes to the HVAC system. You might have changes to the plumbing and the electrical, and you're going to have all these parties involved. A lot of these people, they might be in different parts of the state, might be in different parts of the country, um, and they might not ever see this building outside of what is shown on the drawings that were sent to them. When you do the scan and you can model from the scan, it's almost as if you're there and you could pick up these minute details they wouldn't ever notice in the drawing. And that's something that we're noticing in our meetings is when we're planning on discussing a certain um, issue that we're, that we're encountering, these meetings turn from a 15-minute call to like an hour-long discussion for other things that these other contractors are noticing. And we end up sharing these scans and these drawings with them and it helps them coordinate so they could do their prefab and helps their install process move faster as well.
2: Just to add to that, I think uh, cost you had mentioned earlier too the cost and the time and it, and it's a, it's a time budget too, right? Like these projects have to get done uh, on a certain timeline and, you know, things are getting done correctly from the start, you know, things move along, you know, according to their time schedule, where if you have any uh, mishaps along the way or things aren't correct? And, and, you know, you're trying to install and things aren't working out right. Things are clashing in the field as the installers are there. I mean, you're talking weeks before you get new material to install, whether it's ductwork or pipe. Um, we've been at a project the, about a month ago that, you know, they're, the walls are going up on like the third floor and they're noticing the plumbing is, the plumbing, uh, the penetrations through the floor are, are halfway through the stud walls. So, I mean, you know, this thing's already 20 floors up in the air at this point. So, you know, those kind of problems can be avoided if, you know, if if there's monitoring going on and then that's a ground up project. So yeah, maybe you scan as you go up um, to verify things are correct as per the plan. Um, but again, time is, is time is money. That's just, We've all heard that one before, but that's the truth um and and owners want things to happen and and happen on time and get things done i mean if you're del- if jobs are taking longer than expected, chances are they're also costing more too
1: yeah, I definitely see with uh, the scanning and and the BIM design, I definitely see the the benefits and the the cost reductions and uh, you know helping out with there's no rework so everything's like measured and good to go um, but are there certain Uh, industry sectors that are more accepting and more, I guess, uh, more inclined to use uh, scanning? You don't have to educate them as much. Are there certain sectors where the clients are easier to work with when it comes to this?
2: In my experience right now, I would say mechanical contractors and architects are pretty understanding of because they need the most space in the ceilings right like when you're Mm -hmm. when you're running duct work in a in a building you you definitely you're going to take up the most space and it has to be a certain dedicated type of space it's hard to move duct around and resize it's not like you can just bend it around a corner like conduit or something so so i i feel like that we do a lot of work for mechanical contractors um and architects too is for as built um you know, if they're if they're working in say some commercial properties like strip malls, uh, larger larger spaces that are being converted, say from an old grocery store into multiple units or or another large use project, you know, I think they feel like okay, let's get these guys here, scan it, and then we create some prints for them, and they're accurate. You know, there's no guessing anymore. What's there? What what did the previous tenant do? You know, they they have all that information right up front. So I'd say those two sectors for me are, you know, kind of get the, the scanning, you know, the the point and why and why are we using it, yeah. and other other trades are falling in, line, you know, falling into okay, I I see what this is, you know, I think general contractors. On a whole, if you know if they're large companies, maybe they have their own scanner, but where they're using it more. And I think too, ownership project ownerships are almost requesting it. We've seen that a lot too now lately, like requesting 3D scans at the, at the front end of the project after demolitions uh, been been complete, or even uh, monitoring. Uh, we've done a couple projects now where it's you know scan. You know, after certain things have been accomplished, go in and scan. And we've also scanned for uh, as-builts, too. Okay. You know, as the project closes before they close up the ceiling, go in and scan so they can, you know, we can we can capture all the uh, the MEPs prior to the ceiling going up.
1: Yeah, Great. You kind of you kind of touched on the owners and the clients. Um, can, are there certain within the industry? certain you know educational owners or industrial? Are there certain owners that are more adapting? and more proactive in this area?
3: Uh, Yeah, go ahead, Tim. Yeah, I I would just say um, definitely over the course of the last few months, we're seeing it picking up more and more where certain owners or representatives who we would assume might not be that interested are. And we're also seeing that once somebody uses it one time, they are more likely to use it again and to continue using it because they see the benefits.
0: It does make sense, yeah. Yeah. And I think
2: to – sorry, I keep jumping in on you here, Christopher. (laughs) Go ahead.
0: Well, I I was was just going to say, John, Tim, this has been really, really great information. Um, Again, we've been speaking today with John Brown and and Tim Tim Libman from DJM, uh, and we've been talking about BIM and CAD screening, or – Scanning. Sorry, not screening. 3D scanning. And my um, head's still on the golf course, apparently. Um, but <laughs> guys, I want to say thank you for joining us today. Um, been a great opportunity to talk and hear about all of the the, uh, the opportunities within Ben. And uh, I want to thank you for taking time to to talk with us.
2: Thanks. Guys. Thank you for having us today. We appreciate it, guys. Pleasure, guys.
3: Thank you. Sure. All right.
0: Thank you for joining the Building PA Podcast presented by PJ Dick. To stay up to date, follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook and visit buildingpapodcast.com to subscribe to upcoming shows. Thanks for listening.